telling you. I just hit record. I just hit record. <laughs> I'm not telling oh, this is this is fresh. <laughs> yeah, we are fresh, fresh out the gate. Hey everybody, welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. My name is Joel. And I'm Steve. I'm gonna regret how I said my name there. No, you'll be uh, fine. Okay. You're not, you're not gonna regret. <laughs> Jack was so funny talking about your spin out on Waffle House. Oh my god, I got. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. <laughs> it was perfect. He said, "Our friend Jack said, when I start to feel like I'm not doing life right, I'll just remember Joel's inability to order from Waffle House and the emotional spin it threw him into." <laughs> And I thought my, my thought about that was, yeah, I, I, that is me. And right. like the, the littlest stuff, right. totally off the fucking map. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. The littlest stuff will totally send me too many jalapenos in your hash browns. That's it. Screw it. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Right. I can't figure out how to waffle house. <laughs> so how are you doing with the big stuff? Um, well, I'm, I think the big stuff's okay right now, actually. I like, think, uh, I think we should note that we haven't really talked, uh, for a week since nope. we did this last time. So nope. this is like, so maybe we should just talk about our week. How are feeling? <laughs> so how was your week? Go fuck yourself. Welcome to the podcast where right. we talk about our weeks. Right. Uh, now yeah, the big stuff. I mean, there is big stuff though, man. Like school's school's back i'm yeah. back doing that and mm-hmm. it's already shifted you know a little right. bit back to masks wait yeah, you, which does is, that apply to you since you're not in lancaster county it does so okay. well so the the mandate well uh, the the policy at my particular school it came down before like right before lincoln did their mask policy so oh, really? Yeah, but it was just like they they could read the writing on the wall. Sure. I mean, it was like, yeah. So this is coming. It was, you know, yeah. It was it was a shift, but it was, you know, it was fine. But it's like, yeah, the, you know, I have I was telling somebody, I've made an intentional you know, and an, I've made an intention, I should say. I've made an intention this summer to really savor my privileged, you know, summer off essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's like holy crap shot right out of a cannon back at it you know right. that's been an adjustment but you know it's like a fire hose of work yeah like instantly a fire hose like my mm-hmm. email is ticking uh stuff to do i was mm-hmm. on campus you know to like 9 30 or 10 three out of the five nights last week and um yeah it's just go 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 so i can back, appreciate that back to it yeah right well, How, how's the how, how's how's the big stuff for you big stuff oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um sorry i just got a little little yeah. fluttered there for a second yeah um fundamentally okay i think i uh i put in an 11 hour day today woof on top yeah it's like 10 hour days are kind of the norm right now through probably the next whatever couple months yeah so you know but that's why they pay me the big bucks that's right and helps on the way i got a new person starting on monday so like that's really great and yeah everything is for the most part going okay you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um you know it's weird being a parent in the middle of a global pandemic and that's just been stressful and hard and my yeah. sister actually sent me this article uh parents are not okay from the atlantic mm. and the last paragraph of it is parents aren't even at a breaking point anymore we're broken and yet we'll go on because that's what we do. 
We sweep up all our pieces and put them back together as best we can. We carry on chipped and leaking and broken because we have no other choice. And we pray that if we just keep going, our kids will survive too. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. It's, you know, um, so I'm for one glad that Lancaster County re-implemented the, the mask mandate that did cause already some people to just leave my kid's school. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, sure. Bye. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, really just weird and whatever. Um, so there's that, you know, yeah. but, uh, I don't know, man, like, uh, to be perfectly frank, I'm, I'm a little, I feel a little grounded down, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Just in general, you know, yeah. it's just a lot yeah. with going back to school and works a lot. And, um, you know, it's just been hot and <laughs> it really has It's just been hot. And like this weekend, though, man, here's a I had a I had a peak uh, dad slash, you know, American homeowner moment this weekend where mm. my house is well, it's 60 years old now and just needs a lot of work, little stuff, yeah. you know, and some big yeah. stuff. But like our garage doors, we have two like single car garages. You've seen my house. Yep. And uh and the garage doors are have just they're you know 25 years of benign neglect that has turned into like they just didn't work very well and then my wife's just stopped working oh so i'm like okay fine so i got all the stuff to fix them and it was uh-huh. beautiful on saturday yeah and i got my little bluetooth speaker out and i put on a show and i just started fixing garage doors man and it, I kind of gave myself a crash course in that and i felt like my testosterone level <laughs> went up like 25 percent <laughs> and I felt really like, yeah, you know, pick your Tim Allen, whatever. Yeah. Like it was great, man. I, I, and I actually, well, okay. So it took, uh, two trips to home Depot and one trip yeah. to the hardware store. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so that's inevitable. If you count in, you know, another hour and a half of drive time or whatever, but, uh, really it was a really, it was a nice little Saturday. Dude. I, I had a similar experience like a couple weeks ago. Cause I needed to fully replace all of the, ma- well, I don't know if I need to, it was just like, that seemed like the thing I would try fully replace all the mechanisms in my downstairs toilet. 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 Yeah, yeah. And I, and, and that's not complicated for most of you, perhaps that you're, li- that are listening to this, but it does like, we well, got to take gonna... the tank off and it's a, yeah, and, yeah it's, it's a, a whole mess. thing. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. And do, I was do like, you, do you own a wet and dry vac? Or do I you do leave? not. Do you, yeah, so how'd you deal with that? I was very careful about water. Oh, well, there you have it. You know what I mean? What like, you do is you go to the hardware store and you spend 40 bucks on a one gallon wet and dry vac. I know. Yeah, I should do that. It's a really awesome investment. It's the kind of thing you don't need much, but when you, they're very handy. Yeah. 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 Good call. Maybe I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And I say one gallon because mine is like a 10 gallon and it's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, it's too much. It's way too big to lug up and it's just a hassle. So get a small one. Okay. You don't work in an, in a factory. You have a house. Yeah. And a gallon's probably enough. Now right. that we've lost all of our listeners. Yeah. Well, you know, welcome to the Fix It podcast with Joel and Steve, <laughs> I'll where we you, congratulate though, ourselves on very menial I, household tasks. I, I, I definitely had a moment though where both the garage doors were like working because they used to like they like creak and squeak and they were kind of lopsided. And, yeah. And uh, they're both going up and down evenly and quietly. And I was just standing in my driveway like, "Fuck yeah!" Well, this is those garage doors. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome because our garage is only one stall, but it's like. 
it's it's pretty herky jerky when you close it and yeah, i'm like yeah. oh, I, I feel like that, that that's can, that's gonna happen I i'm gonna i might need your expertise i i know i know how to do that now so happy congratulations to help out. that's awesome dude yeah, you job. know i feel pretty good about it i've lived yeah, in this should. house for 16 years and i finally fixed the garage doors <laughs> that's great well done oh god so uh you well hey everybody out there like and subscribe to the podcast sure. give us a good rating or a bad rating i don't really care just rate us <laughs> just and sure. give us some attention follow us on the instagram i'm gonna push that trying to be a better podcast instagram um and email the show steve at take it away ttbb podcast at gmail.com ttbb we'd love to hear from you uh, yeah that so yeah please email us um you said you had you had a couple of things oh yeah i knew we were doing this tonight and i think about what are we talking about like what's been what's rolling through old steve-o's noodle you know <laughs> what's rolling around an old duder's head right and uh there's a couple things one and this is all the same thing which is um well it's righteous indignation oh self-righteous we're still, we're still there it's, it's yeah self-righteous <laughs> indignation completely um but it's you know we're i saw a deal uh a meme if you will with from somebody that has how do i want to put this been um posting gleefully things you know just uh ripping on libtards and sweet yeah 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 just the the right. lowest lowest bar you know right um fuck the libtards kind of stuff right 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 but it, but but it's you know but it's funny haha you know yeah and so then um i see and this kills me um there's a thing going around and i think it's you know the meme itself is well-intentioned but it's it's a picture of morgan freeman who who doesn't love Morgan Freeman? Yeah, what's not to love? Um, saying, I think we need to keep in mind that just because I, we may disagree, doesn't mean that I hate you, and we need more of that. We need to keep that in mind more. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's I get that. Yeah, but coming from like this, this five six year stretch of this horror show yeah to me it doesn't sit quite right and i had to figure out like why does that bother me why don't i think well of course mm -hmm. and and the very short version like the 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 if i distill it down yeah <laughs> it's that i it's not that i we have a difference of opinion that's not the issue yeah the issue is that we have a difference in morality yeah and yep. and and by the way i don't hate you but i also don't want to have anything to do with you I, that is <laughs> and, and so yeah, to, yeah. to 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 kind of you know like <laughs> to, it's not to just to come back you know i know i've been spouting this horrible idiotic crap that's just hateful and hurtful and supporting just people that whose primary policy is just to be cruel yeah but 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 i don't hate you <laughs> my response to that is fuck you <laughs> Yeah, I, the, Kirsten and I have talked about this, and I and I like, this is a really you, good point. It's like, no, it's like it's like it's like, but but you don't, but you know, but you know, if you judge me for saying and believing all these horrible things, then then really you're a bad person. So 
there's a difference between having an opinion like I really like uh, today's podcast is brought to you by bubbly coconut uh, pineapple fizzy water. You're all fancy. I'm just lime. I'm lime I like I like this. I think that this yes. is refreshing. This is this, my opinion is that this is a wonderful beverage to enjoy on a hot day like today in August. Yes. in Nebraska. That's my Perfect. opinion. Yes, that is and, your opinion. And then, you know, I know people that detest seltzer water. I think it right. tastes like, you know, burnt. And if you, yes. my, my daughter, one of my daughters said it tastes like a rainy day. <laughs> yeah. So your one of your daughters says it tastes like a rainy day. I think it tastes like heaven in a can. That's a difference of opinion, right? Sure. Yeah. When you say things, when somebody has the opinion of like, uh, I don't know, like, somebody wearing a mask out of out of indignation that says this is dumb on it and it's like right. this is all stupid and we're all or like you know i googled <laughs> something and 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 masks make people sicker and prevent you from getting oxygen and and you know we should really be taking medicine intended for horses to treat coat right. whatever yeah, 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 yeah like there's it or or even further back than that you know uh, we should build a wall to keep X, Y, Z people yeah, 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 out yeah. or, you know, uh, and it, we should do that with ill gotten funds. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not, it's like, and, or we should put two year olds in cages. Right. And make them go to court by themselves. Right. Or we should. Yeah. I mean, or we, or we should or we implement should. Um, travel bans to design to do nothing more than rip families apart. We chaos. we should sign up for a a, a despot dictator ding dong, only because wannabe, wannabe ding dong. Yeah. He really yeah. Well, no, only, only because be to stack to stack the Supreme Court so that we right. can regulate female bodies and what they should or shouldn't do with them. Blah yeah. blah blah. That right. is okay. So that's like there's there's opinion, and then there's outright um, yeah difference of morality. Yeah. So we can't we can't be like oh well let's just agree to disagree about civil nope. rights or about sorry police brutality against black nope. bodies or what women should or, do with their um, own or you know um, white uh, uh, domestic terrorism exactly like where, oh where well the young man shows up to a, a protest with an AR mm -hmm. and the cops buy him a cheeseburger right yeah that's 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 really not something that I'm gonna just you know, politely disagree with you about. Yeah, there's a, that's in not public. In I will be polite, but I will never intentionally talk to you or right. want to have anything to do with you as a person. Right. So it's like a, the difference of the, the, yeah, the, the, like, well, let's, can we all just uh, come to the middle? But, on but, this but it's I, like, no, just because I don't, we, we have a, doesn't mean that I don't love you. Well, that's doesn't bring very true. No, especially that bell when, is cracked. Yeah, that bell's cracked. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that you're supporting that is solely based on excuse me, hate. Right. So you can't you can't speak and pr propagate hate out of one side of your mouth mm -hmm. but then profess to love. So, you know? You're anything? now this segues into the other thing that I was going to talk about. Let's hit me. Which is um the notion I there was somebody that I don't know real well in a public setting that has listened to this, that 
was sort of passively aggressively talking about well you know if you're judging other people then you're not talking about love and that if you're Mm. if you know a lot of the things that sometimes people are talking about now are things that have gone on forever we just know more about them now and and, as, as using that as like a so we it's always it's always gone on we just know more about it now so why don't we why don't you just go play golf ah i see and it's like well i think that i mean obviously what we've talked about this before like what am i going to do about systemic societal problems Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what i can wear a sandwich board down by the by the federal building i -hmm. can protect him you know we know how effective that is i can (laughs) participate in protests yep i can vote which yep i still think you should do yep. um and beyond that silence is violence yeah so i yeah. can talk and you know don't mess with somebody that has that buys ink uh that has you know dozens of listeners <laughs> that's right <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's right yeah, yeah yeah like this is what i can do is i can talk to my friends and yeah. about things that matter to me yeah and things like social injustice and systemic racism and um economic injustice and economic violence um all those things are important to me and they're things that matter so i'm going to talk about them and you're right there are um there's a lot more information now uh than there used to be and Mm -hmm. that's how we were able to live in the fucking dark ages for so long they called the gilded age the gilded age for a reason I was I was struck by something that happened just last night. So our um and I think it 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 pertains to your point of like technology available, tools available, ways to express oneself and how that affects communities and how that and how good that is to voice that. Um it's not maybe a good idea to bring a bunch of guns down to the Capitol and, you know, do an in, uh, try to, you know, enact an insurrection. You know, that's that's one that's 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 not what I'm talking about. But case in point, I was I was struck by so Jazari Qual, who has been on this program before. Yes, he uh, is very uh, very skillful at sort of guerrilla journalism, yes. right? Like he is out there on the streets. He he streams really well. He has good mm-hmm. equipment. He makes it happen. Yep. So Kirsten was just you know we were oh, just you're, watching you're, a show. You're talking and, about the UNL situation. The UNL situation. So allegedly there was a student, a female student that was raped at, I believe, the Fiji house. I don't really Correct. know what the re- actual letters are, but it's a, it's, a, it's a fraternity house right there on Fraternity Row across the street from the student union. So Kirsten's scrolling through Facebook and Jazari's live. So she's like, what's going on with Jazari? Because he keeps his finger on the pulse of everything that's happening in Lincoln. We love him. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. And there are literally maybe 1500 2000 students down there yeah because i saw it start happening kind of early and i'm like holy shit and i was watching people just uh um it's phi gamma delta is what it is phi gamma delta yeah yeah. and i was and i was sitting there kind of in awe at the sheer number of people that are there because Mm -hmm. i because i leaned over to kirsten and like one of the amazing uh young black female leaders from black leaders movement in lincoln who was a part of the protests in 2020 and was Mm -hmm. really adept at organizing that um she or they got their megaphone out and was leading this crowd and it was really really thoughtful she led the crowd in five minutes of silence and she brought all these women to the front she's just she's just a leader Mm -hmm. um but i leaned over to kirsten i'm like 
you know, when I was a student in UNL, we would hear about sexual violence. We would hear mm-hmm. about assault, mm-hmm. but we, there was no way to gather. I mean, there would be booths, there would be conversations, there would sure. be meetings, there would be forums and, 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 you know, meetings about that, but nothing that immediate and that electric. Well, that's, we, like, we learned that from like, for example, the Arab spring. Yeah. Right. Where Twitter was actually, you know, useful. Yeah. <laughs> for once. Right. But it's like, yeah, like, like you said, Steve, if, if you've got a voice, yeah, why, you know, it, it's not a matter of like, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is to your point or not. You can correct me, but if it's like, it, it's not a matter of, well, you know, don't judge lest ye be judged. I mean, it's like, no, I'm welcome to be judged. If, sure. we, if we can't allow for that, I'm right. not going to just like, don't judge lest you be judged email, is not shut your mouth. That's right. not what that means. Email right. at ttbbpodcast.gmail.com. Yes. Love to hear from you. Hell, we'll have you on. Please. But yeah, it's like, uh, you know, don't judge lest you be judged is, I think, um, not, it, what it's not saying is keep your mouth shut. Otherwise, you know what I mean? Like right. you're not allowed to have the opinion. It's It's like... It's, I don't know. It's a different energy, maybe. I don't know. Is that what you were talking about? Is that what you were well, trying to I mean, it was, I, I, I was just kind of listening to this person who wasn't confronting me directly. Yeah. But it was kind of a left-handed, passive-aggressive situation, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I don't, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever, right. man. I, right. I'm 50 years old. I've been through more shit than most people can imagine. It's yeah. like, what, what do you, I'm going to talk yeah. and you can listen or not. Yeah. That's, 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 that's an interesting point. It's like, it, it was the, the, this person's point was, well, you know, your podcast, do you talk, you know, you say things that you disagree with a lot and the people, you know, you kind of, I can't say it cause I don't, well, I do call people idiots. You know? <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. And, then, and then that is being judgmental. And so why don't you just, you know, just go out and be positive and, and just go do you. And I'm like, well, I do that. That's that's what this is. Exactly. That's exactly what this is. That's and so ex- it's, it's like what I think it would have been more honest. And I'm very pr- much projecting here for this person to say the things you say um, attack my construct and it yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Right. And so I'm going to lash out at you. Instead of saying, well, I, you know, that you're, you know, you, you having those thoughts, expressing those ideas on your podcast, that is yours to create and curate however you want. Um, you know, I, I would rather you change your tone so that it's more palatable for me versus, right. oh, that's not for me. Right. 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 right oh, right. That, oh yeah. That's, that's right. not for me. Yeah. I'm going to keep cooking my food the way I cook my food and exactly. you don't have to eat it. <laughs> I'm going to keep drinking my sad rainwater. That's right. Kid. That's right. Yeah. It's delicious and it makes me feel refreshed. All right. Sad rainwater. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> there's a marketing bonanza. <laughs> uh, I, 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 and frankly, like this has been one of those experiences with having this regular, consistent, ongoing conversation with somebody who we agree on most things, yeah. um, but we see see things a lot of the same way. But we come from different perspectives. Yeah, it is. It is like this. It's it's a it's a creative way to express oneself, and I don't ever assume, and I don't think we ever really started this for it to be palatable 
or no. comfortable no. for everybody. I don't think we're turning into like sensational, you know, uh, uh, political pundits. We're just a right. couple of knuckleheads with a right. podcast. And, that, and that's the other thing is that if I was a betting man, which I'm occasionally am, sure. I would gather that this person spends a lot of time listening to right wing mm. talk radio, which, mm-hmm. you know, um, well, I'll grant them the same grace that they would grant me. There you go. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Because I'm just a, you know, fucking libtard. <laughs> so how about, how about pack sand? How about that? <laughs> uh, toot your hooter. Toot, you, you, yeah. Toot, toot your, your hooter. hooter. 100%. You know? Yeah. Hmm. So that's really kind of, that's really what I was rolling over as those two that was the the morgan freeman thing and then this guy i'm like whatever man yeah I, it's I, like it's like the morgan freeman thing just kind of it's like it's like i'm gonna after i'm just gonna put this little cherry on top of this i'm gonna put this little this little kind of peace flag on top of this mountain of bullshit yeah, right yeah yeah <laughs> right whatever man well, that was really interesting to see sort of in, um, in you know, I don't want to go too down the rabbit hole with this, but the difference between the, and it speaks to a larger conversation about like the 2016 election and the 2020 election. There was, there was obvious outcry on both in for both in both directions, but I had some folks who I know who were big supporters of our former president, Donald Trump, who were like, all right, well, you know, you gotta, I know that we, we gotta come together now. We gotta get, we gotta get along now. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, no, you, you said for four years, you know, fuck lock your her feelings, up, fuck your feelings, Yeah. you know, don't tread on me. Right. Uh, you know, and so it's like, it, it, it is this little, like, uh, it's like on the playground when yep. you're like, you know, time out. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's Things like, are no. turning again the way I don't like. So I'm I'm gonna take my ball and go home and call uh, time yeah, out. Yeah. Out. Out and yeah. And but uh, yeah, I I I, I think that, that, that happens. That well, that happens on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I I just think that it's 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 also kind of a, an interesting larger look as I step back a little bit to see that there is i mean we are we be, we do become very and this is maybe me trying to be a little more compassionate with this whole like conflict but it's like there you go again i know compassion but it's like uh um we don't we've become so conditioned to identify with our f- side with our opinions with our but but here's the thing like it, there's one thing to disagree about policy you know, that was the thing after after the last president was in office. I, I think we were all kind of pining for boring discussions about policy yep. instead of inflammatory fights about identity. Those two mm-hmm. things are very different. But when you right. start when you start, you know, putting your heel on the boot of people's existence or right to exist quite your literally heel on your boot heel on people's necks, on, literally on their necks, yeah. then that's not that's not something you have two different opinions about, right? You know what I mean, like you're I either know. okay with that or you're not, you're either okay with fascist murder of people, yeah. black and brown bodies, or you're, you're either okay with it or you're not okay with it. There's no like, right. mm, well, I've got an opinion about that. And it's like, no, there's that 
what what are we talking what are we doing here then the fabric of our culture starts to really kind of degrade what do you mean starts to yeah uh, well put and really that's i mean that's been happening for a long time it's just accelerated yeah it is noam noam chomsky has talked about that for years and years and years um i remember reading a book of his or maybe it was a talk where he talked about see in authoritarian countries you have an authoritarian ruler pick your flavor if there's a, a, a percentage of the population that's causing you a problem you just imprison them and kill them. It's real simple. Yeah. It sounds pretty familiar. It's very straightforward. You know, you just have their neighbors rat them out. You put them in the gulag, you send them off to Siberia, you put them against the wall, you put them in the chamber, whatever. You You put them in the privatized prisons. Well, see, so, but see, here's the thing. So you can't, you can't do that in a democracy where there's things like um, you can't, you can't just, and mass yeah um round people up yeah at least 20 25 years ago you couldn't right so you can't use the gun so what tool do you have at your disposal and that tool is mass media yeah Hmm. and then so you so you take that right where Mm -hmm. you have even that you know when you had three networks that all basically said the same thing yeah it's like and if you disagree with me Here's a how many major American auto manufacturers are there? There's Ford, Ford, there's Chrysler, there's General Motors. Right. If you sat a Ford F-150, a Dodge Ram, and a Chevy, what the fuck's the Chevy pickup? <laughs> Silverado. Silverado. Yeah. You set those things all side by side. What do they have? They have a large V8 motor. Yep. They have a, what, 1,500 to 35 pound carrying capacity. Mm -hmm. They have maybe a dually option. Sure. And today extended cab or extended cab. Sure. Mm -hmm. But they're all pickup trucks. Yeah. Like one of them might have a better leather option. One of them might have a better fuel injection system. One of them might have slightly more horsepower, but they're all the fucking same thing. They all do the same thing. It's like arguing over iPhone versus Android. They all get on Facebook. Right. <laughs> no, that's a little bit that's a little bit more nuanced, but you get the point. Yes. And yes. the reason why we have things like political advertisements is because you need to differentiate between them. Just like uh, just like you need to differentiate between Ford and Chevy. Yeah. That's why I see when I see Calvin on you know on the back of a Ford pickup pissing on Chevy, I'm just like, yeah. dude. So <laughs> that that goes back to that identity thing of like you will never see me like the Trump flag from the back of the pickup. Yeah. Like that thing, you will never see me doing that. Regardless of your flavor of politics. 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah, You may see a tiny little Grateful Dead sticker on the back of my car. It's just a wink and a nod to somebody that's paying attention. Exactly. But that's it. Right. Um, So back to. So then you're also familiar. So you can't just wake up one morning as a as a as a governing body and say, hey, guess what, folks? Um, Today. We're going to start wholesaling imprisoning people and we're going to start throwing kids in cages because frankly, we just don't like them very much. Mm. They're just, they're face it. They're just annoying and we don't like them. So we're just going to throw them. We're just going to throw them away basically. And those that don't go willingly, well, we'll figure out a way to imprison them and uh, we'll probably make drugs even more illegal or something. I don't know, but um, (laughs) 
but we're just going to start getting rid of those people. So you won't have to be bothered by those, by them anymore. By them. It, most like people be like, well, I mean, I don't really want that to happen. Mm-hmm. So you gradually, 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 or it's the frog in the boiling pot of water. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. You just gradually kind of start taking away things like, oh, I don't know, under after, say, for example, um, a terror attack that could have been easily prevented had the intelligence community been on top of things um, and our president not left the report sitting on our desk, Hmm. his desk, um, use that as a way to a um, roll back civil rights. Yeah. yeah. For example, that the FBI can for just example uh collect your if you're a public library user the fbi can collect your records of what you've been reading and the library is absolutely forbidden to tell you that that happened mm-hmm. that's one of the nice little things in the patriot act that's fine um it's great um taking away I, your your privacy from your isps under the guise of protecting you from child pornography everybody's all right. oh, oh i gotta get protected yeah but see now your isps can actually read all of your emails so that's uh, pretty cool um just little stuff like that time over time and now what we have is this really awesome turnkey authoritarian state (laughs) because you don't need the stasi anymore you don't need the kgb anymore you got it in your friggin' phone yeah all we need now we're so close and i'll say they're so close yeah those fuckers can taste it donald trump with he almost got him over the hill but he's such a fucking idiot you know (laughs) he's compromised (laughs) on a thousand levels yeah right Right. Oh, yeah. So like, but the next one won't be like that. It'll look a lot like Pete Ricketts to where um, uh, they really they just need to get just a little bit further. And the next thing you know, people start disappearing. Yeah, right, (laughs) right, right. Because like I'm a dissident, you're a dissident. It's all out there on the social media. Yep. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, like the only thing that his only thought would be like, well, it might be one less user. Or it's like, how can I monetize the yeah. sale of all of that information? If they needed well, that already particular, done. I mean, yes. that's already done for sure. For sure, that's the thing. That's the thing that Orwell got wrong. The only thing that Orwell missed is he couldn't have fathomed a, a world in which millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people willingly gave away their privacy, yeah, and gave away their information. But what 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 was the lie that we got in return was like social. I mean, it was like, oh, well, cool, I can find my my ex girlfriend yeah, from yeah. 1980, whatever. Or it's like yeah, whatever yeah. that, or that thing. Or we'll, we'll be more connected. But but sorry, the, the research shows that that is in fact the opposite. But heavy that's social, like that's like that's like the most use. intense. That's like the most enticing drug for a human. Oh yeah, it's, it's connection. More, it's more connection. People are well. People are liking. I got the likes. Yeah, that's likes. that's our social. The, currency yeah yeah which is back to that movie the social dilemma but anyway yes so like we're my friend i've told you about my friend george northern virginia george moyer he's deceased now so i'll use his full name but um george was um a extremely dysfunctional alcoholic his family life was a shambles he was a Mm -hmm. shambles Mm -hmm. Um, but george was wickedly intelligent he was so smart and just devastatingly funny and and despite the fact that he was a real son of a bitch bastard, um, <laughs> was kind of a hoot to be around. And he was probably 10 yeah. years older than me, but he was the guy like this is before the Internet. Like he would spend his time down at the Library of Congress. Wow. Yeah. Digging up stuff. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like, that's yeah. how he 
and he was uh, nice little Saturday. Pretty much. I mean, that's how he's and he but he literally like the way George was gonna go, the way he actually ended up dying was just sad and pathetic. But um, and I mean that uh, mm. but he you know, he was gonna be the guy like they the whatever the guys in black or whatever dragging him out of his shitty apartment and he's dragging his file cabinets with him, going, <laughs> I got you fuckers. Yeah, you, right. You know, you're not yeah. gonna get I know, I know, and they're like, Yeah, 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 get in the get in the suburban, you know. Get in the van, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh there was a point in there somewhere. Oh, he's been like he would talk about where we're at today in 1990. Like he 100% predicted, like Donald Trump was not a surprise to George. Right, right. Had he been alive to see it, he's been predicting this for so long. Mm -hmm. Like this is this is this is all of this stuff that's happened is a very natural progression. It's Mm -hmm. predictable. Mm -hmm. It's and and you know what? If the Democrats don't pull their heads out of their asses and get some fucking balls. Yeah. And I mean that in a non-gender I mean just get some, <laughs> some fucking cojones. Yeah, but they and, need are some and, ovaries because those things can withstand a lot you, more than my testicles. Thank you for saying that actually. Yeah, that's 100%. We, we could use some ovaries. Um, 100%. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um that just came out. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. Have some courage. Courage. And do things like abolish the filibuster. Yeah. Expand the Supreme Court. Sure. Do things and oh, I don't know, with a stroke of a pen, clear student loans. Oh my God! Uh, you all know how much those of things. It, all of those. Not things. just because that would selfishly benefit me in my my financial life, but it's just like it would that benefit low hanging fruit economy boost. That, right? That now. would put a trillion dollars into the economy. Like, boop. yep. Oh, and by the way, you know how you pay for that? Tax the fucking billionaires. There you go. Easy. That's like yeah. a year. That's like a two year fiscal plan. Yeah. Tax when, them the way they should be taxed. When you know three people in the country have made billions of dollars during the pandemic, they should probably pay taxes on that. Probably. Why I pay more taxes than Jeff Bezos and all those fuckers is entirely beyond me. Um, no, it's but, actually not beyond me. I know exactly why that's happened. You know why? Because of things like the Reagan administration. Yeah. Because of things like Citizens United. Yes. And it goes back to the frog in the pot where people are like, I ain't going to give those liberals that money. You cut taxes. I and But in the meantime, our infrastructure is crumbling. Our educational system is crumbling and is under attack. And, uh, um yeah all because yeah. Of billion, you know how how the how, how how did the interstate system get built in the 50s right by corporations paying taxes right. how do we put a man on the moon uh using the socialist space program that yeah or our, or our big our big bad socialist military that's still the biggest socialist right. military the world has ever seen but but more and more that's being paid for by you and me yeah hmm. so um so there's that so the all of these things, it's very, very, very predictable. Mm. And it's very obvious if you look at it that way. Yeah. You just take the fascist playbook and just check, 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 check. Start bashing the media. Find a scapegoat. Uh, kill the education system. We're 100% doing that. So uh, if the Democrats or whatever party doesn't get their button gear mm-hmm. in 2024 pete ricketts is going to be our president or oh, somebody God. like him or, the, or that fuck <laughs> from missouri um, yeah right yeah and yeah those guys aren't old and doddering and well uh, i don't know about the guy from missouri but i don't think just simply because of his extreme privilege pete ricketts is probably not that compromised he no probably no he went you know all the way from being the son of a billionaire to be, being a billionaire he didn't really need to 
It's amazing how that happens. He's probably he's probably not a Russian asset. Whereas our, know our, our whereas our you know previous president, his only actual profitable business was laundering Russian gangster money. So <laughs> you know, um, he was kind of compromised. Um, so what you, my Steve. point is, I love my you. Point is, my point <laughs> is, is that if 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 we don't get our collective butts in gear, mm. like this this nice little pox romana of joe biden's presidency enjoy it yeah because we are on the precipice but is it just like one of those things where we're just gonna swing back and forth between chevy and ford well but i mean is that is that all but the point is is that um frank zappa said it best politics is just the entertainment division of the military industrial complex there we go there we go it doesn't matter right and and i and i can Joe Biden has made some little moves. He's made mm-hmm. some moves and he's made some things that make us feel good, but he hasn't taken the big steps and the democratic party with the little bit of power that they actually have for once have not taken the big steps that need to be taken. I agree. And that's I mean, I all think... you need to know to know how screwed we are. Well, that's the thing like, you know, and I appreciate your, your, the the breadth of your understanding but what what i what i'm you know speaking of current politics it's like i i think that you know 10 years ago or more the 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 infrastructure deal and all the things that are going on in that and the kind of support that it got would have been a huge firework celebration but it was kind of like we've got i mean we're so distracted by everything we're also surviving a pandemic still and we're also worried like you said at the at you know the kitchen table politics of the situation is you're worried about your kids not getting mm-hmm. sick with a pandemic you know what i mean what so here's an interesting thing and this is something my dad used to talk about as one of his railing points mm-hmm. is inflation mm. and it's going up Damn. and when you start talking about when you talk you can talk 3.5 trillion in infrastructure which i am all for because this country's infrastructure is trash it's really bad it's not number one we are not number one our bridges over 85 percent of them are rated d plus yikes that's really bad remember minneapolis when the bridge just fell into the water i mean like most of our infrastructure is that bad right um so on on the one hand that infrastructure deal is yay big but without the tax revenue to pay for it Mm. um like IE again, taxing people like Jeff Bezos, et cetera, and that yeah. ilk. Um, the end result of that, and this is the Republicans' railing point, is that well, it's going to raise inflation. Yeah, right. And who's going to pay for it? Well, the answer is the fucking millionaires, billionaires. <laughs> Never mind the millionaires, billionaires. But Billion. but see, but see, that's not on the table. Then yeah. you have to shift the blame back to the brown people who are coming right. to take the jobs or whatever. It's not the billionaires. It's their people. It's the it's the poor people coming from Ecuador that are are really the problem. But yeah. so, what was the rallying point in pre Nazi Germany? It was the fact that to buy a loaf of bread, you needed a bushel basket full of Deutschmarks. Yeah, yeah. And it was all because of the Jews. Right, right. So my prediction, and we'll see if it pans out or not. Okay, is then about twenty twenty six. When inflation's sky fucking high because of yeah. all this taxing or, or because of the spending yeah. without people without billionaires paying taxes, um, inflation is going to get inflation is going to get pretty high. Yeah, 
and it's going to get pretty bad. It may not be a bushel basket full of Deutschmarks to get a loaf of bread bad, but it could get pretty bad. And yeah. oh, and by the way, um, with the house prices and all that skyrocketing again, that's going to uh, burst. Pre- pre- prepare for another economic bubble burst because that's that's going to happen at some point. So mm-hmm. those two things, you have another global economic crisis compounded by run- rampant inflation. You're going to need a scapegoat. Yeah, dude. And what better scapegoat than the people that we've already been scapegoating? Yeah, that's that the, the rhetoric has already been the, it's already, the foundation well, has already been laid. Th- that's my point is that while it's been kind of simmering under the surface, now it's come to the top. Yep. And so, and, and all of that mechanism is fully in place. Mm-hmm. You got your Fox News, you got your Newsmax, you right. got your One America. Right. And right. people, and rather than deal with the hard stuff, it's just so much easier to blame them. Ooh. Which is the American way. Yeah, it is. So really, I, again, back to my previous point from a week <laughs> or two ago is we're getting exactly what we asked for. Mm. Unless unless we stand up and talk about it and take action. I I think I think that that um that uh I don't want to I don't want to say diatribe because I feel like that has a negative connotation, but that that mm-hmm. monologue, that 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 thought stream is is and this is me waxing philosophical about it. Cause that's kind of maybe what I do most um, is that that you being able to say that is why I appreciate um, this time with you and that, you know, being, being chastised by somebody and I don't even know who this person is, but being chastised by somebody for, for being able to um, articulate these thoughts and being able to have the, you know, gumption to express them. I mean, that's why this is, that's why, I mean, that's why creative expression is, uh, is worth more to me than a lot of things, you know, you know what I mean? Being able to creatively express these things, even if it's just a recording of it or, or a conversation, which is an art form in and of itself, like being able to express oneself in a time because that's what I remember. That that's that's been something that is has sort of been a, a an engine within me for a long time. But also just in the last, like you mentioned, the last four or six years has been this really keen understanding of what an important part of the uh, you know being able to have the, a voice and be able to find a way to express it and being able to that is part of the work. You sure. know what I mean? That is mm-hmm. part of the work. That's part of the. That's part of the job. It's part of the the um the way to affect change i mean, i don't know that we can bring down jeff bezos or make him pay taxes but nope we you know yeah it's a it's a weird place when somebody's like hey you should quiet down about that and be more positive go fuck yourself <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> hey what you know don't you have a tea time or something to go yeah i don't really want to man you're really you're really bumming me out with all of your free <laughs> you're really, expression you're, you're really bringing me over man really bringing me over with that how about you just how about you just record something that i won't listen to anyway about how grateful you are i mean we have those episodes go listen to those i mean i like just because i just whatever my little monologue there which by the way was unintentional um, but um that doesn't mean i'm not grateful yes it doesn't mean i'm not loving 
It doesn't mean it also doesn't mean you're not a patriot. Right. It doesn't mean you don't love your country. Right. That's then that that drives me crazy too. Uh, one of my favorite things I've ever heard about that is that some people love America or love their country like a like a child loves his mama. Don't you say bad nothing bad about my mama? Right, right. Um, where other people love their country the way brothers love each other. Yeah. Which is they say, dude, you are wrong. Yeah. You are so far, you are so far out of line right now. Yeah. You might couple throw a couple punches at each other, but at least yes. you have the conversation. Right. Pull and your head out of your ass. Right. You are yes. so did you did you really need to put the kids in cages? Well, that's was I mean, that a, was that th by themselves without their parents? Is that was that necessary? Well, our former well, guest, they broke the law. Our form, our former guest, Greg Wright, shares about it on social media pretty freely. He calls <laughs> he calls folks that, you know, you always see the with with the Trump flag in the back yeah, or yeah, like yeah. or like the big waving whatever or like the whole front yard full of full of insane in, whatever signs. Have you seen those? Oh, I have. Yeah. It, he calls it Fisher Price patriotism. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you bought all the toys and you're right. displaying your toys, and they're you right. know they're all made in a foreign country anyway. So right, 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 right. Ugh. Yeah, the guy that you, you that you uh, tout above all, I, I was gonna say, you know, your Trump card, um, <laughs> like hates you, hates you, <laughs> hates you. He Doesn't hates want you, you at Mar-a-Lago. He, he does not want you at Mar-a-Lago, but he'll sure as shit take your money. To pay his legal fees. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he won't pay his attorneys. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like you get then that's the, this goes back to people got suckered so hard. Yeah, dude. And they have two choices. One is to admit that. Ooh. And the other is to double down. I don't like Fox News isn't strong enough anymore. Got to go to Newsmax. I can't. Oh, well, that's one of the this is some of the hardest things for a human being to say, myself included, is, yeah, I was wrong about that. Right. And I'm going to walk that back. And, you I'm know, gonna walk back the last. Five years, <laughs> 10 years, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. It's, you know, this didn't start in 2016. No, it did not. We didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. It's it was all been burning since the world's been turning. Oh, my Speaking God. of. Have you started watching the Underground Railroad on Amazon yet? No, I haven't. Um, I, I started. I've... I started it last night, and it's. Uh, I can tell it's just going to be amazing. I listened yeah. to the interview with Barry Jenkins, and um, it's it's. Uh, I, I love that he called it a poem because mm. mm. it is brutal and it is beautiful, and it's, it's brutal, brutal. It's. It, I mean, sure. Let's go with that. It's, well, that's uh, what that's a term from Glennon Doyle Melton. I don't know if you ever listened to her, but she's no. pretty great. But she she talks about thing, life being brutal. It's like br brutal and beautiful at the same time. Sure. You know? And poetry works in there like that. Well, that's, uh, no, it's, I've it's kind of like a trailer I, for that. And I really do. I, yeah. I need the, to, I need it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Oh, God, this is a terrible analogy. But remember that Moulin Rouge movie? Yeah. Or like the Beatles thing across the universe where it's yeah. like there's, I mean, it's just kind of free flow. There is a plot, but it's very graphic and it's very, it's is not, it bad? Well, that both it, of those, it's not that extreme, but it has that kind of feel to it is that it's kind of <sighs> surreal. Isn't exactly the right word. Cause it's very fucking real and very graphic at times. Um, but just the way that it's, it's shot mm. and kind of the way that the plot so far is laid out is very, mm -hmm. 
Well, I think both. I think I think that across the universe and Mulan Rouge was directed by Baz Luhrmann. Is that the oh, really? did Baz Luhrmann direct? I wonder if that's no in Jenkins, the style of Baz Luhrmann, like very. I think he may have just taken an element of, because it's not. It's not like this plot point leads to this plot point, and then this plot point leads to this. You know, it's yeah, it yeah. all kind of just flows and is mm. very engrossing to watch in a way that is not linear. Yeah. Oh, so okay. It, it, so it kind of for, like a poem. It kind of it's like you feel and see things that maybe aren't directly said ah. other than you know the graphic violence um right which which by the way is not gore or torture porn it's just graphic violence because that's what it was okay it's not yeah. sensational right 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 um yeah I, I i need to watch this i i i, I remember well, I, seeing that's, a trailer I, I, about I, it or I something challenge anyone that um you know, feels like maybe I'm full of shit just to watch that and come back and we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Uh, Cause it's yeah. about just about things like systemic racism. Right. Like if you really feel like that quote, they should, the black people should just be quiet and be glad they've got what they've got. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe you should watch this and then let's talk. Okay. You know what I'll I'm just, saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm open to that. That's uh yeah, it's, that's interesting. It's so far, very, very, very heavy. And like yeah. Barry Jenkins, and I was listening to him talk to Mark Maron, and that Maron's like, I, you know, after the first, it was like, it's like the Saving Private Ryan thing, like the first 20 minutes are so brutal, you know, if you can watch the rest of the movie, you know, and mm -hmm. it's kind of that thing, like it opens up with both barrels, you know? Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, okay. So, <laughs> uh, 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 academically, that's interesting to me because I was, I was literally talking about the movie Saving Private Ryan um in script analysis class about how you know there's five elements of a story balance unbalance quest climax new balance hmm. and that spielberg sort of you know the first 20 minutes of save it private ryan ryan the balance of that movie is complete war and chaos it's just mm -hmm. death and destruction mm -hmm. and that is like stating to the audience this is the way this is this is the way this world is this is war and it's awful and it's mm -hmm. scary and it's chaos mm -hmm. and that things are disrupted by somebody coming along and say hey we're going to save one guy over there so i'm always i'm just as an artist like i'm super fascinated by stories that start not at like you know like lord of the rings in the shire that that st when stories start like energetically and just mm -hmm. throw you in because it's mm -hmm. telling you exactly what kind of world you're in sure you know so yeah, yeah. i'll i'm definitely gonna check that out yeah i think i mean i think it's like 10 hours okay yeah so it's like how many like broken up into episodes yeah and i don't okay. know how many episodes i got like an hour into it yesterday um but yeah i'm definitely in for the duration it'll probably take me a while to watch but yeah um, I, I, anyway just a huge shout out to that uh artistic achievement because it's pretty amazing and as much as i've just been bashing jeff bezos kudos <laughs> to amazon video for producing it <laughs> i mean i gotta give credit where credit's yeah. due. yeah you know? um, yeah because it yeah. is really like it's not something I, I never watched roots yeah i didn't either. so i can't really compare it but yeah if i was going to take a guess i'd say that this is more okay right um well i i speaking of artistic achievement uh, you you said you said something about charlie watts mm -hmm. oh, yesterday mm -hmm. I, I and i want to 
I I, I kind of thought that maybe one the one of the things you wanted to talk about tonight was, was Charlie Watts. Yeah, but you oh. you you mentioned him yesterday in a little meeting we were at, and you said something about like he was gonna he was gonna he was gonna he, he was gonna have to step down from the upcoming tour before mm-hmm. he his did. He did step down. Steve Jordan was going to fill in for him. And what what was the the reason? (laughs) He had a surgical procedure that was never announced. It just you know he had some sort of surgery, um, like five six weeks ago probably. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they when he announced when they announced the band that he wouldn't be participating in this tour at age eighty after playing the drums in the Rolling Stones for fifty eight years continuously. Yeah. Um. Uh. He said that. For the first time in his life, he couldn't keep a beat. Mm. I mean, what a what a thing to acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, you know, he may have been saying, I frankly just can't get out of bed. Uh, right. Because I'm very right. ill. Um, right. But even if that, even if it was just he literally post-surgery just couldn't put the floor on the floor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a, what a... <clears throat> what a thing to acknowledge just from a human perspective and from that level of i mean that's one thing that the rolling stones have that's the thing that's been that's the heartbeat is this consistent you know i've been a lot of celebrities are talking about and drummers that i follow and people i follow on social media are talking about now yeah how charlie was he was a human metronome he could Mm -hmm. keep time well not only that but he swung like a motherfucker well, yeah, that like too. He was, a, he, he was a jazz drummer that happened mm-hmm. to have a pretty good gig in rock and roll. Yeah, right. And that's why the Rolling Stones could swing like the Count Basie band. Right. You know, it was all Charlie. Right. And him and his little Gretsch kit, you know, he didn't need the Alex Van Halen, Neil Peart, <laughs> the, no disrespect, but you know. Right. Like, he didn't need the spinning drum kit that nope, raises over yeah, the fans yeah, no, 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 and no. fireworks. The same, you know, two to- two toms, a floor, the kick drum and a snare and a few cymbals. And like, that's all he needed. Mm-hmm. And with that kit, he rocked so hard for so long. You know? All of us. And I read a really nice piece. I can't remember who wrote it, saying that uh, Charlie never gave a fuck about like Mick Jagger <laughs> or, or the, the the people up front. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he was there to do a job, and that yeah. job was to keep the train on the tracks and to keep right. people dancing. And all the other stuff was like whatever that was and it made it possible for the rolling stones to be the rolling stones but he didn't need any of that i saw some i saw some interview with him you know, he was actually he's i mean he was i can't remember how long or when but his he and his wife were married and he was by all accounts faithful for decades wow wow you know through all as opposed to like bill wyman who married two 19 year olds i don't know <laughs> I mean, just, <laughs> at the same time yeah, well kind of i mean it's a weird thing but you know i saw I was watching some interview with with him from probably mid maybe late nineties, and he I don't even remember he was talking about something pretty profound, but he he mentioned something about uh, Keith and Mick, and he was just like he kind of rolled his eyes like about both of them like yeah, when yeah. he mentioned their name he was just yeah. like Whatever. those two those two yahoos up front kind you know of, what yeah. I mean like those two yeah, guys yeah. in their ass well he you know. He was in a position to be able to do that. Yeah, he's, he was kind of the, he was always impeccably but, dressed. Oh, yeah. Always well, I mean, the, the, the Stones were always fashion plates. I mean, the shit they started out sure. basically as musical fashion models. I mean, that was right. kind of the, the business right. model, if you will, you know. Right. I mean, Mick, Mick sure. Jagger was going to business school when they formed this. The, their success was no accident. 
Exactly. And that's why the stones are a guilty pleasure for me because their whole thing of like the, you know, the outlaw and all that is like, I've heard a thing is probably in the early two thousands where somebody's just a scathing. It was like a punk zine was like the Rolling Stones play music that uh, basically espouses a lifestyle that most of the people that live that lifestyle can never afford to go to one of their concerts. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not wrong. Yeah, they're not wrong, man. You know? Yeah. And it's really fun. I had the same, I had the same feeling at guns and roses where like they come exactly. out, and, you know where you are, that thing. <laughs> yeah. The job. And there's a bunch of 40 year old dudes eating nachos, Go you know, the, drinking a $12 the, tall we're boy. In the, we're in the jungle, baby. We're in the jungle, baby. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, wait, I paid $200 for this ticket. I guess I'll stay. Oh, yeah. I'll just try. I gotta, I gotta find a way to enjoy this somehow. Nope. There were a couple moments, but yeah. Anyway, 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 my first and this is I think I mean, I think my, the first my first probably favorite song was, I believe um, I, I want to hold your hand by the Beatles because my dad would play it. Mm-hmm. And I was little, little, you know, but like, yeah, yeah. But I remember back in the day when KFRX, today's top hits played still Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, the Who. Yeah, I remember. Start me up. Yeah, like I remember waiting for them to play it so I could tape it, and that beat. Yeah, yeah, that's what keeps coming back. It isn't Mick Jagger saying, you know, I'm gonna, you can make a dead man come. You know, that's not, <laughs> you know, like it's 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 the beat and the groove to that song yeah. that make it so. And that's all Charlie Watts. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I and think so of the like, rolling, the rolling drums in uh, Paint It Black. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> just I, I I remember that because it was there was a tv show about vietnam in the 80s that used that song as its opening song oh wow and that was my introduction to the rolling stones i think i mean it may have been Mm -hmm. i can't get no satisfaction but that was the one that was like oh that's cool paint it black that's Uh scary and weird and it was Mm -hmm. like they tied it to this show about Vietnam. i don't even remember the name of the show if you remember the name of the show email i mean that song was i'm sure played in vietnam you know for sure but that that I want to. I mean, that, my introduction to the Rolling Stones was his that beat. That beat. Yep. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yep. So, so anyway, R.I.P. Charlie. He had a good yeah, run. man. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. I, I really that one hit me pretty hard. Like I, yeah. I, I, like oh my god, I mean, he's eighty years old. He had a life beyond most people's wildest dreams for sure. Nice work if you can get it. You know, right, right. <laughs> And but so you, I, I mean, you've been spending a lot of time with his music lately, too. True. Like going through l- learning all of those songs, listening, listening to all that to, music. I've been listening again. to a lot of Charlie Watts drumming lately. Yeah, man. So, mm. I mean, mad respect. As much as I, again, the Stones are kind of a guilty pleasure. I, I know mm-hmm. what they are. I talked about this with my guitar teacher, uh, Mark Leaker. Hi, Mark, if you're listening, um, about you know them being a very fine product. Yeah, right really well done really well done. choice really choice, choice hey, cut, yeah, yeah. rock and roll and that's you know like my, <laughs> my sister-in-law hi Kara, if you're listening you know she asked me as we were talking about them she was contemplating going to denver to see him in 2019 yeah. she's like should i you've seen him should i go i'm like yes you go like these tickets are kind of expensive i'm like yeah go see him you know so she did she paid i don't know how much money but quite a bit for just nosebleeds at mile high yeah. yeah. And uh she came back. I said, 
So how was it worth it? She's like, oh yeah, they were great. Yeah, I'm bummed. I've never seen them. Kirsten's seen them. Like I've yeah. I've never I never saw the Rolling Stones. You know. Yeah, and I, I think I think it's important. Like I, it's kind of like other situations, like Pearl Jam or the Grateful Dead or whatever. Like until you, because Mick Jagger just like a goof. He just yeah. looks like a goof on TV. It's like, dude, what is? Can you just not? Why are you yeah. doing that? But in a stadium, right? All of a sudden, those theatrics make sense. Yeah. Right. It, huh. it, it's it, it clicks like oh that's why he's he's not being a goof he's getting everybody into it yeah he's 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 the 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 ringleader of yep. you know ninety thousand people or whatever yeah yeah i mean get him you know yeah and you got to you can't hide from that you either you lean into that and kick your that. you know kick your bell bottoms out or you you get hide your, and get your yayas yeah. out get your yayas out so yeah i mean that's anyway uh yeah, yeah that's that was a I think that's part of, I really think losing, like knowing that Charlie Watts is gone is kind of, it's kind of taking the jam out of my donut a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I, and it's not a bad thing. It's life. Sure. And it's, sure. I mean, it's a fucking rock and roll star. I'll be okay. But, yeah. but, but, but that's really, I know that I think there's a mortality piece to it too. Yes. That's the thing when I saw, when I saw you yesterday and kind of your emotion, I, I, I don't have the, I don't have the connection to that band that you have. And they even right. precede your understanding of music. But at the same time, like I'm, you know, I'm seeing my favorite musicians get older and older. And it's like, I don't know. That's, that's a weird, it's just a weird thing about time. Cause like, you know, my favorite band, Pearl Jam, it's 30 years since their first record came out. Oh, the, yeah, this yeah. is their anniversary, their 30 years. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think back, okay, yeah, I was alive 30 years ago, and I remember that coming out. But, like, when I was born, 30 years prior to that was 1950. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that seems ancient to me, but that was See, only that amount of time. So time is this very strange, weird that's how you emotionally experience it, and I can't wrap my mind around it. Really. And see, that's that time when, like, uh, 10 came out that was the first album right yep so that you were about the age when that came out that when tattoo you came out and started oh on right on so it's yeah. about that formative like, right on yeah so in one form or another charlie watts has been grooving in my soul in my head in my being yeah. for 40 years yeah you know yeah because uh, uh tattoo you came out 40 years the day that charlie died was the 40th anniversary of release of that album wow so i mean that so like that's just how long yeah um, so anyway that, i think that's what really hit me it's just that like oh my god that much time has passed yeah 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 you know? yeah 30 that's well yeah pearl jam's album th 10 it's like 30 years 30 years like I don't know where to put that, you know, right, um, yeah, that's real. Yeah, because it doesn't those things don't feel like I don't know what 30 years is supposed to feel like, but it, I don't I didn't I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to feel like, but it seems like it's a long time ago, but it also seems like it's yesterday. Well, you can put on tattoo you or I could put on 10 right now. And it's like I can I can tap into that fucking 11 year old that mm -hmm. mind is getting fucking blown. Right. But that those uh, musicians don't, they don't last forever, but their music nope. will. And that's incredible that we got to be around somebody, you know, being the same at the same time as people like Mick Jagger, you know, uh, Charlie Parker or no, I'm Charlie Parker. Oh my well, God, him Charlie too, Watt. but yeah. Well, that too. Charlie Watts, yeah. Eddie Vedder, you know? Yeah. <sighs> hmm. I, you know, I guess what, what, I guess I can just go out and, you know, find another house project to work on. <laughs> 
How's uh, how's your driveway doing? You need to tear that up. And... My driveway's fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. So, yeah. You just got to get a little jackhammer. You just got to go down to Lowe's, get a jackhammer, learn how to pour oh some concrete God, forms. Get a jackhammer and an air compressor. <laughs> anyway. Let's fucking go. Sure. I love you, man. I love you too, dude. I'm grateful for Stuff. you. Yeah, you too. Um, to your hooter. To your hooter, everybody. Yeah. Later. That's all I got. <laughs> Bye. Later.